0: The shutdown may or may not have soured people on the idea of federal service, but one agency is pushing ahead with a hiring fair tomorrow pursuant to the need for a long list of professionals doing vital work. Joining me with details, Frank Lowry, Associate Administrator for Management at the National Nuclear Security Administration. Mr. Lowry, good to have you on.
1: Thanks, Tom, for having me. I appreciate it.
0: And, of course, energy was not one of the shutdown agencies. Tell us about the job fair and why that route to meeting your human capital needs.
1: It turns out the Department of Energy and the National Nuclear Security Administration, which is a semi-autonomous part of the Department of Energy, during that whole uh, situation with the lapse in funding, uh, we were... fully funded for fiscal year 19, and our workforce continued to come to work and do their mission, which is incredibly important because within the National Nuclear Security Administration, our focus is our country's security. So when you think of the National Nuclear Security Administration, we have opportunities for engineers, physical scientists, operations research folks, security people, cybersecurity people, foreign affairs specialists, contract administration people, information technology, emergency management, we have needs for all of those different uh, uh, types of occupations all across the country from South Carolina all the way to California. And that enduring mission is one that we wanna make sure we're hiring the right folks for, not just for today, but for the next five years, the next 10 years, the next 20 years, the next 50 years.
0: Give us a sense for how large the agency is in terms of headcount and how many openings, roughly, you've got at this point.
1: Within the National Nuclear Security Administration, we have 44,000 employees. Now, I want to explain that to you because we have a Two different major types of employees. Uh, we, we today are focused on your show on the federal workforce, uh, but uh, the federal workforce for NNSA is really like the tip of the iceberg. Uh, it's not the majority of our workforce. Our majority workforce is with our maintenance and operation contractors who run our, our plants and labs across the country. Within the federal workforce, our numbers are smaller. Uh, we're around 25 to 2600 federal employees who are, again, across the whole country, from California back to South Carolina, uh, and within those uh, 2,600 or so uh, federal employees, we're looking to bring on board in this job fair that you asked about, we're looking to bring on board... In the range of 100 different uh, employees across all those di- different occupations that I described to you at the beginning.
0: And there's a quite a diversity of tasks that NSA does. You've got responsibility for ensuring the efficacy and safety of the nuclear weapons stockpile, all the way to ensuring the Navy has nuclear propulsion safety for its submarines and ships. Tell us how it all kind of fits together.
1: The three enduring missions for the NNSA include the nation's nuclear stockpile, which ensures our country's security and has for over 60 years, plus uh, the nuclear propulsion that provides the power for the Navy's aircraft carriers and submarine force. those nuclear reactors are uh, the product of the NNSA uh, plus, the nuclear non-proliferation effort, which is really a worldwide effort to prevent uh, nuclear proliferation uh, anywhere in the world where we can help to uh, eradicate it. And so, so those three different missions, it's interesting, across those three different mission sets, we have the need for the occupations, uh, you know, both engineering, physical scientists, uh, program managers, information technology, emergency management, all of those different types of uh, employees. Can actually help us with our mission in each one of those three major uh, swim lanes that I described. It's not unusual at NNSA to have a person get hired to come in and do nuclear nonproliferation work for us, uh, but then, because of their technical skills, to find that they also would be appropriately um, employed in our mission uh, regarding the stockpile, or appropriately employed in our mission regarding the naval nuclear propulsion. There's a lot of opportunity here for people to go from one of our pillars to the other.
0: We're speaking with Frank Lowry, Associate Administrator for Management at the National Nuclear Security Administration. Yeah, that's that's a tough one to get one's mind around, because when you're dealing with, say, a propulsion system, that's an operating reactor that boils water and makes a ship go. Whereas when you're dealing with a nuclear warhead, there's something that you can't test, and you, you just have to do science to make sure that you can say, with some assurance that it would blow up if it had to. The same type of That's nuclear knowledge goes across those domains.
1: Correct. The intellect of the employees at the National Nuclear Security Administration is so refined that we find our employees are able to add value to each of those three missionaries that I described. So it's, it's important for folks who want to come work uh, with us on this mission to, uh, once they get in the door, Uh, uh, be open to the idea of trying out different disciplines within NNSA because they may find all three of those mission areas are very exciting to them and can provide fulfillment for an entire federal career. Uh, Come with us and stay with us. There's no need to look further. Once you're here, you're going to love this mission. And, uh, and we're going to love you.
0: Now, the nuclear stockpile in particular goes back very many years. The missiles, you know, they're on their third generation, but the whole idea goes back to the earliest stages of the Cold War. How do you preserve the intellectual capital that might be needed from generation to generation so that someone who is born since the Cold War could be functional?
1: Tom, great question. Uh, one of the strengths in the uh, NNSA approach to our human capital is the strong alliance we have. With academic institutions all across the country and so we make investments in in different grant programs uh, and we also uh, welcome to our team uh, in student interns uh, and uh, recent graduates to join us and put to work the academic degree they worked so hard to earn and while they come to work with us as a student intern or a recent graduate they are working right alongside um, sometimes that same uh, engineer who has been here for 40 plus years and has lived with the mission for four decades and now is able to transfer that knowledge to this young uh, person, just in many cases right out of uh, the university system, uh, who's anxious to learn how we do this business and has all of the pedigrees academically to understand you know, the physical sciences. Uh, and 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 really relishes having that mature mentor to help them understand uh, how we came to where we are and how we are so successful at this mission.
0: And I imagine computer modeling and simulation is something that is growing in importance because that's really the main tool nowadays to test so many of these systems and engineering ideas.
1: And it's one of our enduring needs across the enterprise, both for our federal workforce and for our, our uh, maintenance and operation contractors. The information management team that the chief information officer uh, has assembled, both on the federal side and his counterparts at our m and contractors, are second to none. The computing power of the computers we work with at the Department of Energy and the National Nuclear Security Administration are first in the world. And, and, and you've hit on the reason why. Uh, we rely on the supercomputing power of our machines to be able to provide the stockpile stewardship assertion to the president every year to let him know that the stockpile is ready if needed.
0: And getting to tomorrow's job fair, are you taking a page from Homeland Security, which has had success with job fairs in which you are soup to nuts? It's almost a turnkey operation where people can leave if everything else goes well with a tentative offer.
1: Tom, that's correct. What's happened is really there's been The setup play for the job fair on the 31st, the setup play really began weeks and weeks ago when uh, the job advertisements posted up on USA Jobs so folks could uh, look at them, uh, apply for them, and uh, turn in all their papers that they needed on the Internet. If they were ready, we already got all that for them and uh, so there are going to be many folks at the job fair who already applied for jobs and we'll be lining them up for interviews what's more important is that we'll have other opportunities that did not require anyone to apply on the internet you can walk in the door that day and uh, you know, bring your uh, information if you don't have your uh, computer with you that's fine we'll have computers set up for you and we'll have it set so you can walk in the door sit down on a computer put your information in, save it, and we will know in that instant which of the jobs we're trying to fill you would be qualified to uh, to fill for us. If, if it matches, if we can get a match that day, we're going to set you down in front of a hiring manager for an interview. And if that goes well uh, and uh, if your job requires it, we'll line you up that same day for a drug test so you can come out the door with a tentative job offer in your hand. So it's just like you said. It's all set up to happen all in one day and uh, we're uh, really excited about it. We think we're going to have some super talent come in the door, and we're going to have some very, very, very super talent walk out the door with a job office in hand.
0: Frank Lowery is Associate Administrator for Management at the National Nuclear Security Administration. Thanks so much for joining me.
1: Hey, Tom, thanks for having me, and uh, I hope to see a lot of you all down at the job fair. Uh, we're looking to have a nice time, and uh, we're super excited about meeting some new friends, so thank you again for the opportunity.
0: We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash federaldrive. Subscribe to The Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcasts.